You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How do you personally and other receiver skill players adjust when a change like that is made? Um, not even as a football player. I mean, it's tough as a man to see somebody who works so hard kind of get that kind of treatment, but at the end of the day, you know, we all trying to feed our families, so we got to go out there and play whoever's going. Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers, who unfortunately was involved in a turnover tonight. We can't hardly call it a, uh, a turnover that like tilted the tables or changed the balance of things. Like it didn't kill momentum. It's not like, Oh, the Pats were going to score again after it was 17, four. Like, no, that was just a botched play. And as you pointed out, I thought rather uh, succinctly earlier in the program, maybe Bailey Zappi would have been better on the faux RPO and handoff to wide receiver Jacoby Myers. If he had actually gotten more reps as the starter earlier this week. Yeah. Because Bill Belichick told me, 2001, you can't get two quarterbacks ready to play in an NFL game. You need to have a starting quarterback that you get ready. I wish you could have texted one of the reporters, one of the beat guys who was there, somebody who was in the room to say, like, hey, I know for a fact I heard that from him. You know, like, maybe you could have texted our friend who currently joins us from the Harbor One Hotline, WEEI.com's Kyrie Thompson. Did you know about that line, Kyrie, the fabled Belichick line, like you can't get two quarterbacks ready for a game, and here he is now telling us the plan was to always get two quarterbacks ready for this game? I actually think I heard that referenced in the pregame. I was listening to Mutt, and I feel like he he mentioned that at some point. Something came across my mind. I'll tell you this. I mean, you could talk about whether the quarterbacks were on board with this plan, what they knew, what they didn't know, but I'm stunned by going into the locker room and talking to some of these guys, they were blindsided by this. They were shocked when Mac Jones was taken out of the game. Ramondre Stevenson is just saying, like, I don't know, man. The several questions, I mean, I I feel like they have no idea what in the world just happened. So you're saying that the players were completely uninformed as to the coach and offensive coordinating brain trust plan to – rotate the quarterbacks or give Mac a a breather or a spell, if you will, to put in Bailey to ride a hot hand. They were ignorant to the coach's plans. That is my understanding of it. I mean, Jacoby Myers said he was surprised when Mac Jones was taken out. Michael Mwenu, I think, had the, the quotes that really had some of us just jaw agape almost, where he just said um, he had no idea that Bailey Zappi was even going to play. Yep. I mean, so, so he didn't say anything about um, you know practice reps or anything, but he didn't know that Bailey Zappi was going to play, and they had no notice that Bailey Zappi was going to come into the game. They just went into the huddle, and there was a new quarterback. So, we, and they just roll, they just roll with the punches, and yep, that that that's how it is. 
And, and that's because players are creatures of habit, and they've been playing this game, as Mac Jones said, since he was five years old. And coaches yell, first offense, come on the field, and a quarterback runs out with it, right? And then sometimes there's cases where the coach says, all right, Joe, you come in, take these reps with the ones at quarterback, right? Like, the, these guys are just beholden to reps. It's how mm-hmm. they know what's going on. They, they're they not told anything. It's not like the QB coach comes over to the lineman and tells – like, they just look at reps. So the reps tell you, these words tell you that the reps told them Mac Jones was the quarterback, which would fall in line with the reports we got from Florio and Ian Rappaport that Mac Jones took the bulk of the first-team reps this week. And yet Bill is telling everybody who'll listen – that the plan is to play multiple quarterbacks. Pr- production meeting, he's telling Troy Aikman, yeah, my intention is to play both quarterbacks. I-, I don't know what Bill is doing here, and I don't know if he has a quarterback controversy right now, but I'll tell you, Kyrie, I just changed the word. Well, he, has, he has a quarterback problem. He has a quarterback I, I problem. Mean, yes, and you know what? He, he created yep. a controversy. Because, yep. look, I – I think a lot of us were saying, look, okay, we can, we can talk about Bailey Zappi um, and how he's played and such, but this isn't really a quarterback controversy. Mac Jones is your starter. When he's healthy, he comes, when he comes back, when he's ready, he's the starting quarterback. And they, they willingly created a controversy out of the quarterback position and, as you mentioned, now have an issue of, okay, great, Bailey Zappi came in and scored 14 straight points. Uh, you know, led, led the offense down the field and had the place jumping, and they didn't score again for the rest of the game. Yep. And Bailey Zappi what looked like a rookie again. And the offense was exposed when they weren't running the football slash couldn't run the football anymore because they were getting uh, you know behind in the score. And then it's just Bailey Zappi going back in shotgun, and he doesn't have the benefit of play action anymore. It's now you have to go and throw down. You have to throw while you're behind. And I think that we have just seen that Bailey Zappi cannot function that way. And, and perhaps Mac Jones can't, can't do it either. Right. I mean, so, so yes, you now have, you have a problem at quarterback. And if you had asked me which team was going to bungle the quarterback position first <laughs> out of these two, it would not have been the New England Patriots. I definitely would have had it being Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. But this I, I I cannot believe what I just saw. Now, that being said, the other uh, storyline, and I think should be the bigger storyline, is um, what happened to the defense? How come they couldn't uh, stop a not great Bears offense? Well, actually, Kyrie, well, I would like to point out, as yeah. I just retweeted moments ago, somebody by the name of at Rigdon 5 oh, tweeted out, Bill Belichick spent 1,000 words telling everyone this would happen, and everyone mocked him. Now we go back to the seven-minute love letter to the Bears. I'm still going to mock him. This is inexcusable. This should not happen. The Bears could beat the Patriots. The Bears should not dominate and control the Patriots the way they did. I don't really understand it. Nope. And you know what? I've told everybody that would listen that this could happen, that – you could get into a game and the Bears would finally decide they were going to run Justin Fields. They were going to watch the Ravens tape with Lamar Jackson and say, oh, wow, they ran bash. They ran quarterback counter. They ran read option. And they were busting big plays with Lamar Jackson. Let's finally do that with Justin Fields after we haven't done it all year. And then, of course, I mean, I thought they would contain the scrambles better. They gave up a, they gave up a third and 17. I mean, it, but, but look, that's exactly what I told you, that if it came down to it, what was going to happen was this was going to come down to Justin Fields making plays when he shouldn't. I mean, according to the way that this is schemed up and, and the way that 
things have typically gone with first and second year quarterbacks against Bill Belichick and Justin Fields and this Bears offense not having weapons and, and all of that. It was going to be about Justin Fields going to pull a couple of plays out of his butt and the Bears are going to stay in this game. And not only did they stay in the game, but it kept happening over and over and over again. They did not learn from their mistakes in the Ravens game, even though they, they've, now, they've faced that kind of quarterback before. And so it makes me look at this and say, look, we, we've given a lot of credit to this Patriots coaching staff over the past couple of weeks when they beat up on the Lions and they beat up on the Cleveland Browns. The Bears are not quite that bad, but they're also not good, okay? And they just got pantsed in front of the entire nation by Matt Eberflus and, and this Bears coaching staff, and, and I, I find it mind-boggling. I have only seen one other, Bear, uh, one other Patriots game that was this poorly coached, and it was the Week 3 loss to uh, the New Orleans Saints last year when I just thought everything is going wrong. You have Jake Bailey shanking punts. Trent Brown had four penalties. I mean, mm. they couldn't do anything right, and I really do think it came down to preparation. Patriot, uh, Patriots writer Kyrie Thompson from WEEI.com joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. Kyrie, did you get a chance to see or did you pass by Kyle Duggar? How was he doing after the game? I, I did not see him in the locker room at all. Um, I was spending a lot of time in, in, the, in the press room trying to get some, uh, you know, quotes from some of these guys. But yeah, no, I didn't hear that about Kyle. I didn't hear anything about Kyle Duggar. And then on top of that, Adrian Phillips leaves the game, and so now arguably your two best safeties, two of your multi-dimensional safeties that are kind of the bedrock that this defense is built upon, had to leave this game. And that's a problem when you're going up against the Jets. And look, I know they just lost two of their best offensive players for the rest of the season. And Zach Wilson is running around like a headless chicken right now out there. I have no idea what in the world he's doing. But this is, this is a really big game. And you, you really can't afford to be without them for any stretch of time. Because when they're not on the field, and you have to play Miles Bryant, extended snaps, both at slot corner and at safety, instead of being able to rely on your, your big nickel you know, formation, your three safeties. They picked on Miles Bryant today with Equinemius St. Brown and like Dante Pettis. Yeah. I mean, this, this, is a, this is a problem. These are real words coming from a you. Little bit from, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. This is, this is now your, your lack of elite talent is getting exposed when those guys aren't, uh, when they're not in the game. Yeah, and that's what I think this is. And you can ill afford to lose guys that are versatile athletes because I think these struggles with guys like Lamar and Justin Fields, athletic quarterbacks, when the play breaks down, it starts to become a little bit playground football, athlete versus athlete. And we had convinced ourselves that, oh, Jawan Bentley's good enough and Mac Wilson's good enough and Jelani Tavai is good enough and Miles Bryant is good enough. And I think the reality is they're not good enough. Scheme, coaching. No, I don't think so. And, and, I mean, look, Marcus Jones had himself a nice game, good job. Um, and, and, and Jack Jones had a, had a tackle for loss. He got burned on one point, but he got, uh, got covered up by Matthew Judon tipping the ball into Miles Bryant's hand for the interception. But, again, yeah, I think when it comes to the linebackers in particular, they don't have enough of those just speedy, new-age, sideline-to-sideline linebackers that might have helped you clean up 
some of the, the running issues that, that you had against Justin Fields and against Khalil Herbert when he was bouncing some runs and breaking tackles. And I go back to it because I, I mentioned this earlier in the year. I feel like the Patriots really could have used somebody like Devin Lloyd, who's exactly that kind mm. of, of young, fast, versatile, athletic linebacker. And what they decided to go with was, okay, yeah, let's see if Cameron McGrone can be that guy. And if not, okay, fine, we'll go with Jelani Tabai. And we'll go with Mac Wilson, who has spent a lot of time overrunning gaps and being out of position when he's in the game, especially against the run. And, again, linebacker has, has turned out to be the weakest position group on the team, and it's not getting any better, it's not getting any better when you're playing real opponents. No, as a matter of fact, Kyrie, the Patriots decided to elevate Jamie Collins from the practice squad today. 33 years old, fourth stint with the New England Patriots, though he's only been in the NFL for 10 years. That's how desperate they've gotten at the linebacker position. And I hate to say it, they were exposed there time and again tonight. No spies, no coverage, no extra pursuit. It was Matthew Judon with the energy and the pursuit and the hustle and the head in the game. And then it just kind of seemed maybe Marcus Jones and a little bit of everyone else at best. But it was a lackluster, blank, poor effort by the Patriots tonight. I'm sure you uh, will be detailing further how dejected and how weird it was in the locker room, the quarterback controversy that is to ensue. We'll look forward to reading it. You can follow him at Katie Thompson 5 Some great tweets coming out of the game tonight, as always. Kyrie, thanks for calling in, checking in with us. We'll read you. We'll talk to you. We'll see you. We'll feel you. Keep up the great work. Appreciate you. Thank you, Kyrie, you, Kyrie. Thompson, on the Harbor One hotline right now. Oh, boy, Andy. This week just got messy. It did. But, you How about know, this? I blame the meat man making the mess. I don't blame the meat, but I'll blame the man. Sounds like, like an meat. album. Uh, Devin McCourty, who we did not hear from, but he did speak at the podium following the game tonight, said that the Bears put forth more designed Justin Fields runs mm-hmm. than they had seen all year on tape. Ooh, hmm. a little a little catch in the Patriots off guard. A little surprise. Tackle him. For the old pa- yeah, you know what? Tackle him. Like, I mean, How about just yes, like, he's athletic. Yes, he's fast. Yes, he's good. Mm-hmm. Tackle him. Oh, so they kind of went with so crazy thing. Hey, they had a glorified buy, if you will, by playing Thursday night and then not having to play all the way till Monday night football. That actually is a nice piece of mm-hmm. nice little piece of change, little break for the old uh, Chicago Bears football team. And you know what they did? They took a look at what the Patriots did well and didn't do well. Dialed up something someone else did that was effective against them, mm-hmm. like all those Lamar Jackson runs, and then ran it down. Their throat tonight. It's called coaching. Yes. Funny how that works. I thought works, we huh? had a good one. I'm, I'm actually kind of like grossed out by all, like, well, maybe grossed out by like, but like, I feel strange with all of these, like, yeah, we had no idea. Like, Bailey Zappi saying, when'd you find out you were going to, pl- uh, Mac was starting? Same time you guys did. What, 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 how did anyone think that that would benefit one of your quarterbacks? This is the way Bill Belichick works. You people liked it. One more call before the break. Tom's been holding for a couple, three, two seconds here. Tom and Chicopee, what up, buddy? Hey, how are you? Listen up. This game, and I think you're missing it, there was no quarterback dilemma per se. The thing your radio people aren't even mentioning is Mm -hmm. Belichick flat out lied. He lied. And I, I don't know if you remember the ESPN announcer when she said she had a chance to ask Belichick, you know, why was he planning on, uh, you know, using two quarterbacks? So that was the plan all along. No, it wasn't. I think it was an emotional 
quick decision by Belichick, and he's lying. When you listen to those other court, the quarterbacks talk, they're just covering for him. He's he blew up his own team today. Personally. He may have. Now, he did tell everybody before the game he was going to play both It's a strong call, Tom. Thank you. He told Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and everybody else that he was going to play both. Adam Schefter tweeted it. Like, he was putting the message out there, both quarterbacks are going to play. Carnage in the streets. Now, I don't know why he felt the need to play both quarterbacks after only preparing seemingly one of them to be the starting quarterback. And this now joins the Mount Rushmore of curious Bill Belichick oh, decisions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourth and two, Malcolm Butler. Yep. The Zappy uh, Mac no. game, 100%. Yeah. Uh, running Steven Jackson into the 100%. line 100 times 100%. in the 2015 yep. finale. Do- yep. It does, You're right? right. This is now on the I – I haven't really gone back and listed it, but this is weird. It wasn't as weird – it, it, it was interesting and then really hit the weird spot when all the players were like, yeah, I didn't know he was going to play. That's what I'm saying. Like, the players I, not knowing anything, because it's one thing for Bill to have a plan, say something, blah, 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 but the reps are what tell you. Like, don't look at his words, look at his actions. Right. And the actions said Mac Jones is back to starting and playing. Mac Jones is getting all the reps like he's the starter. And then three series in, bad series, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. bad series. Mm-hmm. Three series in, you yank him and then don't play him again and then say, well, health was a factor. And then the, what do you say, situation, is that the word he used? Situation. Well, the situation, what situation? <laughs> the situation. Why are we laughing, Bill? Your team sucks and you got a quarterback problem. You shouldn't be laughing right now. Ugh, worst situation since Jersey Shore. When we come back, Christian Fourier, but so was the game, and it deserved it. When we come back, Christian Fourier joins the show. More of your calls. We're here with you till 2. It's the Six Rings postgame show following a lopsided Patriots defeat at home to the Bears. Fitzy Hart, you here on EEI.